Hi. Welcome to Intuitive Journey with Desiree. I am Desiree Holmes Shirini, your host. And in today's episode, we are going to talk about setting goals. But we're going to talk about setting goals and achieving goals with a little bit of added magic because I like to add in all the energy and fun stuff like that. But I'll start out with the practical stuff, the practical goal setting tools and ideas that maybe many of you have come across. And if you haven't, then I'm glad you're here because you're going to get that here as well as that extra little boost. So everybody's got a goal of some sort. It seems like whenever we achieve something, we want to achieve the next something or in order to get something, we have to have something before that. So there's so many examples I can give that just are universal to um, probably every human on the planet. Uh, even the smallest goal of uh, making dinner, right? We, you, that can even be broken down. You've got to go to the grocery store. You have to have the right food. You have to have the right pans. You have to have a place to cook. So every, everything in life requires some sort of goal, whether or not we think of it that way or not. So usually we use the word goal when we're thinking of something big, like losing 30 pounds or more, uh, going to college, moving, getting a, a better job. That's usually where the word goal comes in. But don't get confused with thinking that every goal is only something big because every day we have goals. Getting up and getting to work in the morning has the goal of its own. You know, there's little steps that go into everything. And the reason I'm talking about it that way is to help you recognize how many goals you achieve every day and have already achieved in your life. Because having the achievement and having succeeded even in the smallest goal helps you recognize that you can do the bigger goal. Now, one of the common ways to break down a goal is using an acronym called SMART. And it stands for S for specific, M for measurable, A for achievable, R for realistic, and T for a time constraint. So I'm going to go through these practical parts with you first. If you weren't familiar with that, write down the word SMART and these pieces that go with it. So whenever you're thinking of doing something, you can use this uh, acronym to kind of keep yourself on track. So specific means um, I want to lose weight. That's not specific. I want to lose 10 pounds. That's specific, okay? Um, attainable, achievable. It, yeah, that's achievable. It's something that you can do. I have to look down at it so I don't get my letters mixed up. Um, well, so yeah, measurable. Yes, it's measurable. It's 10 pounds. You know, achievable, yes. Realistic. Yes, 10 pounds would be realistic for most people. And uh, time bound, to, to get it into a constraint, you need to put it within a time bound. Now, it won't be realistic if you say, I'm going to lose 10 pounds in two days, right? It won't be realistic if you do something like that. But using, combining all these and putting an appropriate time frame on there that you know that it would be achievable, achievable and realistic. And you can add more measure in there. So you could break it down. You can say, specifically, I want to lose 10 pounds. Then you break that down into measurements. I want to lose two pounds a week. Okay? So then you know how many, how long it will take you time-wise to get to your goal if you stick with your program. 
All right, so that's just one example. Uh, other examples could be get a degree. You know, that's, that's not specific enough. Get a degree in what? Maybe you could even be more specific and say from what college. Um, then you put, you know, by when, measurable, attainable, and you just kind of go through there and you can address all of these to create a plan for yourself, a map to get to your goal. And now that I've thrown that out there, that's, you know, you, you can look up on Google, you'll find all sorts of um, places to read more on that, to create even charts for yourself. So you don't really need me to go through that other than to introduce it to you. But what I would like to talk to you about is where people get stuck. And as a life coach, that's usually where I come in. People want to do something, but something gets in the way. They have a little failure. They, they fall back. They give up. And giving up is really easy to do. But uh, in the long run, giving up is not easy on your psyche, on whatever it is your goal was affecting on your overall life and happiness. So just like anything, there are those little and sometimes big discomforts that we need to get through in order to achieve the higher good for us and those people around us. So obviously, uh, again, using weight as an example, uh, things that get in the way might be you're sticking to your diet plan, um, and I'm going to do another segment about uh, weight loss because I'm using the word diet here. A lot of people go on a diet, and yes, there are changes that need to be made in order to lose weight. If you have had an unhealthy or overeating diet pattern, eating pattern, but um, I don't recommend diets, and uh, because they often fail, or once you've lost weight, you revert and gain it all back. So that's going to be a whole nother podcast. Stay tuned. But in this instant, using that as an example, so someone's lost their two pounds one week, lost their two more pounds the next week, and there's, you know, their niece's wedding. And they go and there's the buffet and there's the cake and the drinks. And the next day they've, you know, bounced up a couple pounds, feeling like they'd undone the whole last week of work. And they throw up their hands and say, forget it, I, I, I can't do this, because of one event, one day, one setback. So that is when you really need to find another way, to find a way to stick to it. And some of the ways you can do that are with little rewards, a lot of self-love and forgiveness, because nobody's perfect. And one of the ways you can manage setbacks or uh, what are the obstacles, things that are going to get in your way to your achieving is to brainstorm and on a piece of paper, write down everything that could possibly get in your way that you can, you know, you can even think of crazy things, you know, that could possibly get in your way of achieving your goal. One of the things that I used in a, um, job several years ago and I did for myself when I went through the training and I found it very effective for myself and also for those that took part in the uh, course was creating a self-contract and in the self-contract it's a little different than say creating the plan of action the self-contract uh, you know incorporates a little bit of what the plan is but more it's a promise to yourself and you promise yourself just as if, just as if you were promising someone 
that you really care about, that you really love, your child or your you know significant other or whatever, if you made a promise to someone that you really love and you wouldn't break that promise for anything, this is how you write the self-contract. And you say, I so-and-so will such-and-such by such-and-such a date and and that's one of the places where you can put in those obstacles that could get in your way. You brainstorm and say, if this happens, you know, what could get in my way? If this happens, I will. And you write your solutions. Uh, say the, the, the wedding. Um, one of the ways you could put in there, for example, would be, I will cut the cake in half. You know, allow yourself some of the cake or I'll cut cut the cake in one third and I will hand the cake away from in front of me. There are all these little tools. And once again, there's, that's a whole nother segment. Um, say it's going to school. Say you are uh, headed in college and you get really sick and you had to drop out of a bunch of classes or uh, you didn't, your student loan didn't come through or you had a financial problem and you think, oh, well, forget it. I, I'm just going to stop altogether. Well, some people need to take a semester off. Some people need to get a second job. Some people need to do this hard stuff in order to keep going. So you could brainstorm, how would I handle it if my finances fell out from under me? How would I keep going to get to even a better place to bring money in? Um, so I could go on and on with examples, but each of you have your own goals, your own desires, and your going to figure it out on your own as to what this would be but that's one way because you specifically need to write that down and what you're going to do to not let it derail you and on top of that you can write down what you're going to do to reward yourself for successes now I hope it goes without saying that if you're dieting you don't reward yourself with food ever right you reward yourself with uh, going you know, someplace for the day, take yourself to a movie without the buttery popcorn. Uh, if that's not working for you, if that's something that's too challenging, find something that you enjoy. Go out for a cup of coffee with a friend. Allow yourself a walk through a museum, something that you don't usually give yourself the time for. And once again, it's specific to you and uh, other ways you could put, you know, $5 in a jar every time you, you know, lose a half a pound or and then when you reach a certain amount of money you go buy something you know $50 in a jar towards your new wardrobe um, anyway so you, you get the idea reward yourself even if it's with something as simple as remember as kids you had the chart at school with the stars you it, to uh, recognize and admire and uh, pat yourself on the back for your successes is really, really important because sometimes people are so down on themselves for not getting what they want, not being where they want yet, that they stay stuck in a negative mind pattern that really ends up keeping them stuck where they are, pushes them back instead of pulling them forward. So you got to be your own best friend and support yourself, encourage yourself, Give yourself stars, lunch dates, whatever it is to move forward. Take you know a couple hours off, go take a walk, swimming, something that nurtures your soul and helps you take time to recognize that you are doing it, you are achieving it. So uh, with those statements, 
uh, let me finish off the self-contract. So of course you go through all this and you sign it and you date it and you put it up someplace where you can see it until you've achieved your goal. Uh, sometimes it's a lifetime goal. You can keep it up where you see it or you can keep it up until you've achieved it and then uh, tuck it away. And if you ever feel yourself slipping, you can renew that contract. Uh, mine in particular was I wasn't much of an exerciser. I um, I don't, you know, I really wanted to get more exercise and I just didn't. And so mine was just to incorporate more exercise into my life. And I got specific, you know, like mine was particular. What do I do? I get home from work and I'm so tired and I'm not a morning person. And I wasn't going to force myself to get up and do it at 5 a.m. And when I get to weight loss, I got to tell you about that too. Get Losing sleep to exercise actually puts the pounds on. So that's a little uh, tidbit. Like I said, stay tuned for the weight loss segment. And so mine was about coming home and being tired and finding time to fix dinner and all that. So um, what worked for me was promising that I would do it as soon as I got home, whether I was tired or not. Just I would do, and also I would do at least 10 minutes. And, that, and I didn't have to do more. If I was totally exhausted, I didn't want to do more than 10 minutes. So mine was I'd do at least 10 minutes. And I'll recap this once again in any weight loss. I didn't really need to lose weight. I just wanted to be more physically fit at the time. And so, and I kept it up. I kept it up. I, I still keep it up. Of course, I have uh, those days that I don't do it every day. Maybe every other day is my goal right now. And, um, but this is I, many, many, many years later. <laughs> I won't say how many. And I've kept it up. And it really has benefited my life. And it became part of who I am. So on that, about being part of who you are, setting goals and making changes. I also want to tell you to always remember that to make a change, it takes at least 20 to 30 days, preferably 60 days of repeated action. So if you're trying to do more exercise and you don't exercise at all, you know, you got to go through that smart list, right? Make sure that it's something that you can do. And in the steps that you can do it in and then build that up on that same thing with weight loss but if you're used to doing no exercise or if you're used to eating chips at lunchtime every day and you have you know that as your habit it's going to be as difficult to change it is for someone who's a smoker for example because that is just part of who you are in your every day you let it become part of your norm so once again you're going to have to repeat the change maybe even little changes along the way like i said measurable break it down into baby steps everybody can do baby steps so maybe instead of chips every day at lunch you could have chips every other day or you can have half the bag one day half the bag the next day then break it down to thirds then break it down into even less until you, and what you're doing is then substituting for a healthier food at the same time switching to you know i don't know carrot sticks or something that you actually might like um, so you kind of start to segue and again this is i feel like as a life coach and someone who's worked in this area i feel like this is pretty rote um, advice but we all need reminding. And sometimes you have, maybe you haven't thought about it. Maybe if you're even new to wanting to make a change, you haven't thought about how's this going to happen. 
So break it down into little steps and give yourself those stars every time you have an achievement and you can build up to bigger rewards. I like to keep uh, a list. I have my to-do list. And then in that, if I have something big, then I can have a second page where I write down the main goal and break it down and what needs to happen first, second, third, fourth. It also helps to put it all in order so that I'm not just looking at the big goal thinking, well, I don't have anything in place to do that and then I don't get it done. Um, so keeping things measurable, small enough that you can have a success every single day, whatever it is, every single day you want to have that little even baby success that keeps you on your way, that helps you build up that list of successes. On my list, I like I love the feeling of scratching things out, check mark done, check mark done, until you can see the list getting smaller and smaller. And then next thing you know, it's done. And it's just really important to be able to reward yourself and have those successes. A lot of people use affirmations. And in my uh, bringing up here that you have to make that change happen every day for 20 or 30 days until it starts to feel normal, like I said, preferably 60, and then it will become your new norm. Your affirmations as well. People will pick up a book of affirmations or listen to some affirmations, and then maybe a few days later or a week later, look at them again or read them. But with affirmations as well, they are something that you need to repeat every day, every day, every day, several times a day to get that repetition in your mind and let it become your new thinking. So I had been talking about behavior and talking about solid, you know, material things, write it down, stars, do this, do that. But now let's move into the realm of the mind and how you're thinking changes your behavior. And this is also going to segue into that little bit of magic because if you can change your thinking, you can change your behavior. The way you think is the way you are. It's, you know, and then of course the way you are can affect the way you think, but primarily this tells this behavior. Okay. So if you change the way you think about yourself, then you can change the way you behave. If you think of yourself as a healthy person who exercises, you're going to much more likely live as a healthy person who exercises. If you think of yourself as a sloth on the sofa with a remote, then you're going to be a sloth on the sofa with a remote. So changing your thinking either through affirmations and or the behavior that therefore changes how you think of yourself will move you along your way. And among the ways to change your thinking are the affirmations. And with affirmations, with things you say to yourself, with what's called self-thought and self-talk as well, the way you talk to yourself will affect your behavior. So some rules for affirmations should be not I will lose 10 pounds or I'm going to lose 10 pounds. It should say I am slender and healthy or I am. You want to state your affirmations in the uh, now as if it's already true. And with that, your brain is kind of literal. Your brain is kind of literal. As long as you're telling your brain, I'm going to, 
then it's always in the future and you are not. If you say I am, then you are. And your brain will believe this and begin to affect your behavior in that state. Um, I was going to segue back to something. Oh, well, it'll come to me. So with that, that's kind of moving into the state of manifesting, intention setting, and uh, even magical thinking. I think there's nothing wrong with magical thinking. People uh, sometimes use that term to uh, say it's delusional or uh, unrealistic, and that's probably what you'd find if you look it up. So we can stick with intention setting is a little more um, acceptable. It's really no different. Intention setting, manifesting, and magical thinking can all be used because they're all the same thing sometimes toward your goal. So intention settings, what was magic about this is, again, I love to bring in the whole idea of energy and frequency and just the, the things we can't see that affect everyday life and ourselves. So in the intention setting, in the manifesting, the magical thinking, if you are telling yourself what is true, you know, that, that you have set this goal, this goal, and you're saying, I am, for example, I have my PhD, I am a, a you know, professor, I am a doctor, um, I am, you know, um, 120 pounds, instead of maybe you are in reality at the moment, 150 pounds, or this thing. So if your affirmation and the words you use in your own talking to yourself are saying what you are in the current tense of what you want to be, then the energy, the frequency of your thinking changes. And I guess one of these days I'm going to go buy something that measures brain frequencies because, or, or energetic states because negativity of that. I can't do it. I'm not good enough. Not feeling great about yourself is way down here. Low energy negativity thinking is a heavier, more massive quality. Moving up to I am going to brings that a little higher, a little higher and a little more, how would I describe it? it it's not as condensed. The more and the higher you bring it, the more it can flow. And then the statement of I am, whatever your positive intention is, is even brighter and can metaphysically, energetically attract that same sort of energy around you. And why am I saying this? Because there are many people who have said, this is going to happen for me. I'm setting this intention. And by what we might call luck, it happens. And we think, wow, like how they do that. Sometimes some people have not even done anything toward their goal, but something comes to, to them. They find an opportunity. Say somebody wants a new career, that they are looking for a, a different job, and they are using affirmations, all these thought processes, 
and they happen to meet someone in conversation who's looking for someone to do what they want to do. And they didn't necessarily go out and look for this person, but the energy that they were putting out attracted that. You can both do practical, pragmatic, goal-setting steps, and you can, at the same time, energetically be attracting the right things you want to you, the right sort of um, aura. Sorry, there's just so many words I want to put in there, and I just can't come with the right one. So even with something as cut and dry as weight loss, if you are lifting up your energy with the sense that I am this, then when you're sitting in front of that piece of cake at the wedding reception, the, your appetite for it will decrease. Your sense that this is even attractive to you will, will decrease. That energetic attraction will fall away. That's not the kind of food that you will feel like having too much of. You're going to find yourself attracted to different foods. If you're looking for um, changing uh, something about your life, you're gonna, you're gonna find yourself attracted to different people, different places, to the right kinds of people and places that will support your goal because the energy will draw you there. So that's how you can go from pragmatic into manifesting and back again. If you keep your energy and your intentions really high in that positive space, it's going to really boost and support any practical steps and goals you have. Uh, in the affirmations um, and self-talk that I brought up earlier, I just remembered what I wanted to bring up was um, the words you use with yourself. And I have talked about this in a previous podcast. Make sure the words you use with yourself have a positive action element to them. For example, instead of saying, I'm trying to lose weight or I'm trying to get a new job, say, I am losing weight. I am thin. I am getting a new job. Or instead of, for example, I'm feeling tired, I'm exhausted. This may be, you know, true, but you can say the same thing with a positive action verb or word in there that says, uh, I have low energy. I am feeling, not feeling energetic. So let me kind of explain what the difference is here. Exhausted and energetic have their own frequency as words. They either lift you or sink you. They affect through your mind how your body reacts. The word exhausted goes into your brain and every single cell in your body is translated electrically and as you understand that word and what it means, you draw down and you slow down and you feel that word okay even if it has the word not in front of it not energetic the word that anchors in your brain more readily is the action word exhausted or energetic it's the verb it's the um, adjective right 
And when you say energetic, even though that negator is in front, you will send that information into your body and it will lift it higher. You'll have a higher vibrational sense within your body. And uh, that will be another podcast where I talk about some of the amazing things that I've learned from uh, just reading and listening to people like Dr. Joe Dispenza um, and just recently finished uh, The Wisdom of Your Cells by... Obviously, I'll have to edit this. The Wisdom of Your Cells by Bruce Lipton. And, um, of course, I always mention Greg Braden, who I is, I'm is i such a fan of. Uh, but uh, Joe Dispenza and Bruce Lipton, in particular, talk quite a bit about the cells and how all of this interacts and works and the energy and how someone can go from sick to healthy in many ways based on their energy and their thoughts. So um, I'm trying to think if there was anything else I wanted to add to this conversation for you. We started with pragmatic using the acronym SMART, and then I took you all the way across the realm to the manifesting and magical use of adding that to your goals and boosting them and spinning, you know, getting help from the universe, getting that energy boost and moving forward. And I would love to hear any success stories from you uh, once you've put this into place. And you can find me on Facebook at Transhypnotherapy. Uh, you can find me through my website, my emails there. Uh, so I would love to hear from you, especially on my on my Facebook page. It's, uh, once again, Trans Hypnotherapy. And you make a comment on there, and I'd love to hear from you. All right, so thank you for being here. You have a magnificent day, and go get them. Bye.